Welcome to Hey There Sunshine. We all know life can be dark and grey at times, but this podcast is about finding your sunshine and how to have more of it in our lives. If you want to hear real stories from everyday people, chats with health professionals and self-reflections, then this is the podcast for you. Let's break the stigma of mental health and open up the conversations. Hello, it's your host, Courtney. Um, I'm back with another amazing guest. I've been telling you that I've got some great guests lined up and yeah, between now and Christmas, which is not far away, we will, um, I think you'll have maybe two to three more guest guests to listen to before the new year. And then I will definitely be taking a break over Jan and probably be back late Jan, early Feb. So we're getting to the pointy end. I hope you're all, you know, not feeling too overwhelmed by the silly season, as you've probably seen and as I've been going on about, like we've been, this is by far our silliest silly season that we have ever experienced and yeah doing it with kids and all that stuff has been very um look it's actually been not too bad overall but yeah I do feel a bit bad for the kids just being kind of being looked after by different people and all that sort of thing but yes I have a really great episode um to share with you today with Jess um she is um, just incredible. She has been on quite quite a quite a journey of, um, I guess, self discovery and growth, and yeah, the extent to which like she's done training and she started her own business in helping other people do what um, what she's just spent the last seven years or so doing. So. If you're interested in, yes, self-development, growth, getting to know yourself better, understanding, yeah, who you are, then I think Jess would be a really great person to connect with. Um, Yeah, and I just, yeah, this is another, as I always say, Jess is just, the way she speaks is amazing. And I actually said to her afterwards, you didn't even need me, like, she she's just so you can tell how passionate she is in what she does and yeah I just know that yeah she's got some big plans happening um by the sounds in the pipeworks which is very exciting for her and yeah I think one to look out for as well she she's going to be doing some very cool things in the next few years um My recommendation this week is a little bit of a self-plug, I suppose. Um, I will be hosting another event in April. I haven't confirmed a date just yet, um, just for personal reasons, really. I'm just trying to work out um, work rosters and that sort of stuff with family and whatever. Um, But if you would like first access to... Uh, to this event, then head over to 
my Instagram, there's a post that's a recommendation. It's got a speech bubble on it. It's bright yellow background. Um, head over to there and comment sunshine and I'll put you on my list to get first access to tickets. So it is a, I should actually tell you what the event is. Um, the event is a mini Miss Sunshine event. It's a mental wellness day and for women, anyone that identifies as a woman, it will be hosted in Port Broughton, which is where I'm from. So, um, yeah, obviously I have, I know quite a few people sort of in the in the area and surrounds and I thought what a cool thing to offer to um, the York, Penin York Peninsula mid-north sort of area. So the day we'll have, uh, I'm going to run a journaling workshop. Look, I'm no expert, but I think sometimes, um, <laughs> you know, I'm a teacher <laughs> and I think sometimes when you've just learnt something, sometimes you're actually a better teacher at it because um, you know and you remember what it's like trying to start out. So I'll be doing a bit of an introduction to journaling. Um, there'll be some meditation. We're going to be exploring different modes of self-care and what that can look like for you. Um, I've got Jade um, from yoga with Jade, um, running a yoga session obviously, um, Kate from Kate Resin Art will be hosting a textured art workshop, um, Dom from Mountain Bloomed will be running a oils and emotions workshop, um, lunch is provided, morning tea is provided, an afternoon cupcake is provided, um, It'll be, yeah, like it's a, it'll be $150, which includes all of those things. And you'll also get one of those journals that you, you might have seen me posting about from the Love and Self store, um, which is usually around $60 in itself. And she's given it to us at a really good price. So, yeah, if you're interested, jump on board. Um, and once I do have dates and everything finalised and um, ticket purchases, I'll be sending you the link. Anyway, I've spruced that enough. Um, let's get into just an amazing conversation with Jess Murphy. Okay. Hello and welcome to the Hey There Sunshine podcast. Today we've got Jess Murphy. Welcome, Jess. Thank you, Courtney. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. I'm so excited to pop your podcast cherry today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. No, yeah, I'm so inspired and I'm so um, honoured to be here. I've been loving listening to all your beautiful contents and, yeah, your raw and honest and vulnerable, um, yeah, shares that you share are just beautiful. So thank you for having me. Thanks for that. Thank you. Um yeah, so Jess, we met through work really. You were doing uh, relief teaching and then mm. ended up getting a contract for a little bit at the same school that yeah. I was working at. And, um, yeah, you came to the event that I hosted not long ago and we've sort of been talking since then. So, yeah, it's so nice to be able to have you on because you've been on your own huge journey yourself that we're yeah. going to talk about today. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny so, even, yeah, sorry, go. I was just going to say, like, do you want to tell us a little bit, like, you know, who you are, a bit about your family, 
um, what you do, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, it was funny, even as you mentioned that, like just reflecting on that stage of um, my life, like reflecting on when we first connected um, at school, I instantly went back to that version of me then that I guess, um, yeah, was that perfect example of the person that I knew then living in autopilot, living in survival mode. And what was really profound right now in this moment is the version of me that's sitting here now doing a podcast, willing to share, willing to just, um, I guess, be open and raw and vulnerable, those things I just mentioned before, and the contrast of who those two different versions of me are. So that's just something that's, um, yeah, literally just dawned on me right now, which is huge. Mm, it's like a full a full turnaround really, isn't it? Mm, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, a little bit about me, I guess, um, I yeah I've been a teacher for the best part of I guess the last um, 15 to 17 years I think I graduated 17 years ago um, and um, throughout that process I've worked all over um, the state really but Adelaide and, and country South Australia but um, I probably the yeah the one of the most important pieces of I guess my story is is my version of, of my rock bottom when I hit my rock bottom um, and I was in a um, I guess uh, like a state of survival mode um, and then just allowing myself um, I guess just getting on through life like I had my um, two beautiful children um, I'd separated with uh, my ex, uh, the father of my children, separated with him. I'd hit my rock bottom. Um, I was then living in survival mode completely until entering a stage of um, self-healing, I guess, through the beautiful modes of hypnotherapy and um, NLP. And I guess it's through that journey over the last maybe two years, two and a bit years, um, that has really just, um, I guess, catapulted that self-healing for me um, to be at the point that I am now in being a, um, yeah, practising hypnotherapist and um, NLP practitioner. So, yeah, that's a pretty, yeah, short snapshot of, yeah. um, of my little journey up until now. Such a huge change in your life, really. Mm. So. Yeah. I guess to start with, can you tell us a little bit like when you were in that autopilot and survival mode, like what was your mental health like? What did that mm. What did that actually look and feel like being in that survival autopilot mode? Um, yes, it was about, when I think back on that, it's about sort of uh, seven years ago now that, that that was that period. So that's probably for me, that's the, the length of... Um, the turnaround length of the healing journey so far um, and in that period it was just um, I guess I liked um, predictability I liked structure I liked to just know what was happening and and how my days were going to unfold so in in survival mode that that just amplified even more I was you know, I tried to control absolutely everything that I could to make sure that um, I knew what was coming, I knew what was safe. Um, I, I guess, and you know, one of the most beautiful realizations was at your um, 
women's mental health event, the Miss Sunshine event, where um, I just realised there were so many similar stories of that version of me that internally was absolutely crumbling. Um, but externally, I would put on my mask, I would go to work, I'd be that bubbly, vibrant, beautiful energy of a human that people, you know, loved to see. And I, I really, I did feel that. I knew that that was a version of me that, um, that I could sort of portray but then internally the the um the feelings of failure and um you know just I can't even describe at that point in time the deep sense of shame and guilt and like I honestly just felt like a complete fuck up like I'd I, I, I was the ultimate failure I'd failed my family my children um my my partner my myself I just I was the ultimate failure in life so um yeah Did when it, I say, most of this all stem from your separation um I think it was oh, I, honestly from doing all the work that I've done I think that like that was the catalyst that was the yeah that was definitely the breaking point um but that was a whole lead up, I guess, of of just a lifetime of um, of the lack of self worth, of the um, the 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 limiting belief or the stories that I'd told myself that I was completely unlovable, that I had just lived this journey of um, looking for the evidence to to support those stories that I'd created way back in, in, you know, my early childhood years that I'd then created those stories. And so that was the story that I was filtering for my, my entire existence up until that breaking point. Well, probably even more so at that breaking point. Um, okay. But what's been so beautiful is then now doing the work to be able to rewire those stories and know that that actually, that, that was never my authentic self. That was never my truth. But at the time, you know, there was absolutely nothing anybody could have said or done to tell me otherwise, if that makes sense. Yeah, 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 for sure. So I guess what was what was the breaking point? When did you decide enough was enough? Um, it was actually, yeah, I yeah, <laughs> vividly remember the moment my daughter was about 18 months old and um, I, I have a beautiful family, beautiful parents that have always, you know, done, um, the best, uh, you know, given me such a beautiful life, but their, my childhood with their upbringing was, it, there was some ups and downs, I guess, um, to, to say the least, it's like, you know, so many things I could go, go into here, but, um, what was a really pivotal moment for me is that I knew there was a version of me that people loved. I knew that there was a version of me that, um, uh, that, you know, I, I could, I had that energy that people were like, oh, I just love, love it when Jess comes to work. Cause you know, she, she, the energy she brings is just so beautiful. There was just a couple of little snippets that I knew. And I remember vividly looking at my daughter going, I need to show my children that I'm actually, I am that person that I, I, I never want my daughter to grow up not knowing that version of mum that is her true authentic self, if that makes sense. So yeah. just, yeah, just that I vividly remember just having this moment where I knew I was so out of alignment in this relationship that I was in, in the life that I was living, um, in in who I was. And I didn't, I actually just didn't even know, I didn't know who I was in that moment. I didn't know who who I was meant to be. I was just trying to 
survive, trying to yeah. get one foot in front of the other to um, to be that best version of myself. But it was just so far out of reach at that point that I knew I had to make a serious change. Mm. And I feel like that's a very common feeling and experience for a lot of young mums in particular mm. when, yeah, it's kind of like this identity crisis when you have young children and, yeah, I suppose your your purpose and your, like, yeah, your whole lifestyle does change. Um, yeah. And, yeah, it's like, yeah, it is. It's finding you again. Mm. And I think, like, I look back and, like, I had such a great time in my 20s, but, like, I really, like, I wasn't self-reflective and mm. I wasn't, yeah, I, I don't think I truly knew who I, who I was. And I, I think a lot of people could say that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely think, yeah, it's the best part of, like, I just recently turned 40 this year and it it's honestly, this is the first stage of my life that I've actually been able to connect to who it is that I am and that uh, those beautiful, deep core feelings that I am worthy of a beautiful life and I am worthy of being loved and I am, like, I have so much love and acceptance for myself now, understanding all of those versions of me that I had to go through that for whatever reason at that stage of life, um, yeah, so just finding that, I guess, has been such a beautiful journey. Yeah, so can you, I guess, so you had this real awakening moment with your daughter so where to from there? Like, what did it look like? Like, I know it's been seven years, which is amazing. Like, I'm, I'm only really two years in, I would say, into the same sort of thing, like finding myself and, yeah, self-growth and all that sort of thing. So I imagine there's been a lot. But what? how did you start to work on yourself? What did it look like? Um, I guess at that stage, um, my little brother, who's always been such a beautiful inspiration to all things health and wellness, he um, he's always, you know, been so down the meditation path, like would meditate for hours, always had beautiful health routines and things like that. And he, we would have these beautiful conversations and he was such a beautiful support through that stage, but we'd have these beautiful conversations of you just need to learn to love yourself. And I remember saying how do you do that like you can't just flick a switch from going from complete and utter like self-loathing or even you know as far as self-hatred to just to to flick that switch to to self-love so it was something that I was so deeply unsure about but so so deeply curious and passionate about finding that way so I guess that where after I'd separated with my um father and my children's father I was then it was all about just making sure the kids were okay I, I was um I was it was just the kids and I for the next two years and I was just again just in autopilot just in survival mode trying to make sure that they were safe and and happy and that we had everything we needed um Again, like just throughout that process was just dabbling in little snippets of meditation and, and um, you know, healthy lifestyle things. But it was never a real ingrained process or routine or anything that I had that I even told myself stories. Oh, meditation's not for me. I can't sit still. I can't do those things. So I had all these limiting beliefs around why I couldn't do these things. Um, but then it was actually... Um, 
So I then, yeah, entered another relationship with um, someone who we actually went to primary school together um, and we entered this relationship that just from the moment we reconnected, it was just this um, this connection of just knowing, like just this beautiful love that I'd never experienced before. And it was this beautiful moment of like, oh, wow, like maybe I am lovable. Maybe, maybe he, maybe there is, because I knew I felt that same love for him and that I felt it was really reciprocated. So it was something that I'd never experienced before. But again, at like, throughout some of our conversations, Courtney, there's been um, like that's a whole nother journey um, and story in itself. But yes. my husband now, he um, he at that stage, he was in his own um, depth of, I guess, um, recovery. He had had a um, long-time addiction, um, substance addiction. And so we were in this, it was, a, it was such a interesting stage for us to then support each other through these stages of me being probably at one of my lowest points in life and then and similarly I guess for him so to have this connection and this love and support for each other I guess the beautiful part about this was that we realized that it was it was available but I guess the biggest part and most now that I'm reflecting on it is that to be able to give that love to each other we realized that it's actually it wasn't about us giving that love to each other. It was about connecting into knowing that we could, um, we had to do the work ourselves, but we were able to support each other in doing the work for ourselves to, ourselves to be that best version of ourselves. Um, so in that stage of our early relationship, um, we were doing a lot of um, uh, ice baths, um, so a lot of sort of, you know, um, I guess what like sort of extreme healing type um, uh, exposure and things that was yeah really beneficial for all of all avenues of life but through that we were able to connect to some beautiful life coaches who did um, their own hypnotherapy NLP and things like that and from those moments is where we were able to have these incredible life-changing realizations and those deep healing shifts of knowing it's actually not about anybody else it's not about loving anybody else it's not about what anybody else can give you except that beautiful love and acceptance that you can give to yourself so it was through that connection together that we we're able to give each other that permission to to truly heal um so yeah that's now where um my husband Wes and I are now at a stage where we are both so deeply supporting each other on our own journeys and supporting others through their journey I guess through our own life experience um and the understanding of how powerful it is to be able to move through these huge emotional times. Wow. It's, I just find it so, so inspiring when you like went that time in your lives, when you met, like, wasn't that just meant to be? And yeah, yeah. And it, it literally felt like that. Like, and we reflect yeah. on that. We, we so deeply reflect on that often, like how all of the, like we were, 
supposed to experience the journey that we'd had to have these, I guess, these complete rock bottoms to then come together in this time with such a deep understanding and awareness of how to how to support each other, I guess. Mm. And I think, yeah, having each other through all of that would have just been like connected you so deeply. Mm. Um, yeah. And, yeah, Definitely. so so I'd love to know, so you, you've seen a life coach. I, I've only, um, I briefly have had, a, had an experience with a life coach and it was a really, really positive experience. I mm. loved it. Um, but I guess, so they used hypnotherapy and NLP. What does NLP stand for? NLP stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming. Um, and it's basically about just um, reconnecting to how the mind works, how our inner dialogue works with our body, our emotions, our thoughts, our feelings, how it all connects in together. And I guess like I'd mentioned earlier, there were those stories that were created for me in in childhood that I'd, I'd from these moments in time or even there are, um, you know, um, generational stories or even past life stories that we can we can take on as our own and we then it's like that inner dialogue that you're telling yourself these subconscious beliefs that that then dictates how you filter and see things see things in life that's how that's the evidence that you're searching for in life is to reinforce those stories as truth when you know, my stories of that I was completely unlovable or um, that I wasn't worthy of having such a beautiful life. Like they were the stories that I'd created from childhood that um, I was 100% filtering for these, filtering for the evidence to support that story. So through the beautiful um, processes of, of NLP, um, you can, there's just some, the language, the questioning, um, the, there's a process called timeline therapy where you go right back into those moments and just um, shift that perspective and understanding and see it for what it is, that we are all born so beautifully whole and complete and that we are all lovable exactly how we are. So it's only the, the layers of conditioning and stories that we're told or that we tell ourselves and that we then believe that they are the, that's then the, I guess, the stories that we're looking for rather than that inner core belief that beautiful knowing of of or of, of our authentic self that sounds yeah just really incredible and i i actually have been recommended my by people by professionals i suppose to do um what was the second one you said the, the timeline therapy timeline. yeah timeline yeah. and i have looked into doing um nlp before but I'm just not feeling uh I'm just not feeling in the headspace at the minute yeah no it's Um, such a beautiful it's a beautiful process and and yeah such a um I guess gentle and like the, the one of the most beautiful things about it is that your subconscious you know so much of our um existence is just uh dictated by our subconscious beliefs so if there's Um, those subconscious emotions that we're suppressing or um, holding on to the the guilt the fear the anger the resentment any of those that we're holding on to that's the 
that's sort of the the tone that we're looking at life through and that's that almost what we we attract um so it's just such a beautiful gentle process that your subconscious is only going to allow you to do what you are willing to do it's only it's 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 primary um focus is to make sure that that we are safe so it doesn't allow you to go into a space where you're not going to do anything you don't want to do because it's it, you're in control it's your body it's it's um it's it's the power of your mind and i think that's something else that it's it, it um i love so much is is really diving into that power of the mind it's that um when we think about all things um mental health and awareness and things like that it's like the power of the mind is just such a beautiful thing if we can give it the permission to do what it needs to do in such a positive way and just having the right supports um and i guess access to to what feels true and right for us to really dive into that yeah i like listening to you like you've probably seen me share some stuff around body image and some of the struggles that i'm having having at the minute and um well most of my life really like you said like the past stuff that you have grown up with and yeah it really sounds like it would be very helpful for that self-talk around Mm. body image obviously amongst many other things um absolutely so you you are now an nlp practitioner as well as hypno hypnotherapist is that right Yep, yep. Yeah. So Wes and I, um, over the last, uh, over, over about the last two years, um, we dived into doing um, the training. It's a like the seven day intensive hypnotherapy training, um, uh, NLP, the same seven day intensive NLP training. We then went on to do a um, NLP master practitioner training over two weeks. Uh, it was two seven-day blocks um, and just loads and loads and loads of um, uh, client swaps and practice. And and by doing the training, you're actually doing the work within yourself. Like you this can't, is what I was thinking. Like, it yeah, actually it's sounds, incredible. Yeah, I might have to talk to you more about that yes. afterwards because oh. I feel like I would love that. It is just honestly, I can't even put into words how life changing the experience of just doing the training is. Yeah. Um, whether you're doing, and I, to be honest, when I first did the hypnotherapy training, I had no intention of being a practicing hypnotherapist myself. I was just, it was all about me allowing myself to understand myself better. And and interestingly, I, I hadn't even touched on this, but my grandfather was a practicing hypnotherapist in Port Lincoln. Um, hypnotherapist and GP in Port Lincoln for many, many years. And then in the summertime, in the Port Lincoln winter, he would go up and practice in Darwin. So he was a hypnotherapist himself. Um, my mum actually gave birth to my little brother via cesarean section through hypnosis. So without any um, medical, like without any drugs. So, and that's actually, oh my God. I know. So that's another, I've actually had a little interview with my mum, but I'm going to um, do some more around that and share that because it is just such an incredible story. And that, so I guess for me, I've had two cesareans and I just can't imagine. Yeah, but this is, and this is the beautiful, um, I guess this is why it's so incredible to be able to have this opportunity right now to be able to share mm. these kind of things with you um, is that it's, 
you know, these are things that people don't even know how powerful the mind is. And my mum's story of of delivering a child through cesarean section with no medical, with no drugs, um, having that surgery purely with the power of, of hypnotherapy, the power of the mind is just like people don't have we we just don't give it credit for what it, what it can actually do so i guess my upbringing my life knowing that story i guess there's something about it that's i've always known that it is just way more powerful than we than we give it credit for so to be able to have my own journey of diving into that i i i've always been open i guess i've always been open to the possibility that that is something that can make some beautiful changes so now to be able to have the training that I've had with the life experience and the openness to knowing how powerful it really is, I can then offer that same service to supporting anybody on any stage of their journey. And again, something so beautifully that you opened my eyes to at that um, at the Miss Sunshine Women uh, Women's Mental Health event was just that everybody's got a story, no matter mm-hmm. what walk of life, no matter where we are, what stage of life, everybody's got a story. Um, yeah, they sure do. Everyone yeah. has their shit. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Like just, yeah. And you yeah. just never know. And that's, I, I guess that's like what the beauty, that's why I'm so inspired by the work that you do by sharing these stories is that the more we talk about it, the more we connect, um, the more we give ourselves permission to to know that there are avenues of support and that we don't have to do it alone or that we you know we don't have to sit in survival mode we don't have to live on autopilot we can actually allow ourselves to to feel good yeah I think it gives us a lot more empathy as well because yeah. I think the more stories like this that you hear the more you go like when you're just out in the world I think you go oh like if something you know someone's rude or whatever you go oh you know everyone's got their shit <laughs> like yeah maybe they're having a really bad day or maybe you know you just don't know what's going on for people yeah absolutely um, and yeah I, yeah I think that that's probably one of the biggest um shifts that I had to move through in all of this journey was that my own fear of judgment because I was just so judgmental upon myself and my mistakes and my failures that I thought at the time were my biggest failures. I was so judgmental on myself um, and just, and releasing that fear of judgment and allowing myself to just know that, you know, there is, there is no failure. There, there's only, there's only success. There's only um, growth and, and evolution in life. That was probably one of my biggest wake up calls of knowing that there's yeah we can't that if I'm not judging myself then I'm not I'm not judging anybody else and that the walk of life that they're on as well there's just that beautiful deep acceptance for self and acceptance for for everyone and their journey that they're on yeah so you you now and Wes you've got a business can you share share your business yeah so Wes and I have now we sort of we went off after we did our training so both um hypnotherapy nlp master practitioner and advanced um hypnotherapy we did our own thing a little bit where wes was sort of working with his own um life experience really supporting men men's mental health which again is another huge um topic in our society um and his ability I don't know if any, like, yeah, for anyone that um, doesn't know Wes, he's got the most beautiful 
huge personality, very masculine in his energy, but just such a um, huge personality. So his ability to connect with men and support them on their journey has just been amazing. Um, I, with obviously with my history in teaching, I've um, had a lot of uh, children work, working with sort of teens um, and children, but also um, connecting with women that have um, walked a very similar journey to my own. Um, that sense of overwhelm, the, the, the survival mode, the autopilot. Um, so that's been really beautiful to work um, separately. But we now, Wes and I have come together and um, are very most passionate about supporting couples on again that same similar journey to ours, knowing that everyone's got a story and that, you know, we don't have to do it alone, but we can support each other in supporting ourselves to be that best version of ourselves within a relationship and just give each other permission to thrive. Wow. So you're mostly working with couples, but do you do a bit of work? With yeah, individuals, individuals as well. Yeah. But yeah. again, like the benefit of working with an individual that, that reflects that ripple effect of supporting their relationship, their family and everything. But obviously when when um, two parties within a relationship are working together, it just it, yeah takes everything to a whole other level. Yeah, for sure. So, mate, what... What kind of things, like people that come to you, I guess, I don't know if issues is the word, but like what are they, you know, has anyone come to you for body image stuff or like what are some of the, or like anxiety, depression or just or just feeling like in a rut more so? I guess most, mainly at the moment, the, the women that I've worked with especially, uh, it's very similar, like I've just mentioned, that whole um often they can't even articulate what it is. I don't even yeah. know why I'm here. I just yeah. know I've been recommended by someone or I've reached out and, you know, I've seen some of your stuff on socials. It resonates with what I'm needing. I don't even know what it is. Um, yeah. So that sense of, I guess, the, the, that societal pressure of just having to do it all, I think, yeah. in today's life. Lost in it all. Yeah, yep, yeah, 100%. Yes. Um, definitely that the the... the the self, um, the self image, I guess, but that that inner dialogue, that feeling mm-hmm. that they're just, um, yeah, they're not uh, coping with with life as in a general in a general sense, I guess. But yeah, um, yeah, can relate. Yeah, <laughs> but um, also, yeah, mate, and and again, men, I guess, a little bit um, more have been more specific in in just. Um, Usually there's there is something as an issue, but um, mm-hmm. but it's been beautiful the amount of um, men that have been able to connect and reach out as well because I know there there seems to be and I I really feel that there is a bit of a shift in society at the moment. But agreed, yeah. But there has definitely been that previous stigma of men aren't allowed to feel they're not allowed to sort of speak up or or you know show their emotions so having a safe space where they can just connect and just you know just be real but actually dive into what it is that's you know really affecting them so that's been beautiful and often I guess one of the main things in relationships has been that um the communication blocks or the communication um the miscommunication within a relationship um we get so stuck in in trying to do do what we think 
the other person's wanting or um, or saying or asking, but quite often it's it's it, we're we're sort of working in completely opposite or or um, yeah in the complete wrong direction type thing. Yeah, that sounds so amazing. So if so, if someone came to you, like, what does that look like? Is it like online or is it face to face? Yeah, well, and how does it work? Yes. Um, if, well, if, if someone's listening and thinking, this sounds amazing, I think I'll really benefit from what Jess is talking about. Like, yeah. what, what, what can they do? What are the steps? Where can they find you? Um, well, we have, uh, like, on all of our, on both of mine and Wes's socials, we'll often have um, a booking link on there and there's we always offer a free connection call to just dive into and get a little bit of a better understanding if it's something you're not too sure about because I think there, again, um, because it's um, – not a I guess mainstream I guess it's well for me it's something that I've been exposed to my whole life like with my grandfather being a hypnotherapist but um definitely there has been um there's been a lot more interest um in recent times so we offer a connection call for anyone that wants to chat more about that um so yeah on our socials we do um drop a booking link um we also have our um yeah website that we're just currently in the process of revamping since coming together as align and connect yeah um and sorry yeah. what is what are your your instagram and wes's instagram so that they can go and find you um mine is connection coach underscore jess murphy and yeah. wes's alignment um Alignment coach Wes Murphy, I think. Yeah, I'll have yeah. to put them. I'll yeah, I'll put them, them in the show notes. Show notes, and I'm sure I'll I'll share um, I'll share your Instagram and stuff on my page or stories anyway, so people will be able to find you there too. Amazing, yeah, no, it's <laughs> such such a um, and it is it's such an honour to be able to um even just share this information I think um, and just plant the seeds that there are other alternatives to I guess doing that doing the inner work in that we don't have to suppress these emotions we don't have to live in survival mode we can actually you know do the work to feel good you just yeah I just love listening to you listening to you talk about this because yeah, I think you've got just a wealth of knowledge and wisdom in this space and, yeah, I'm so, yeah, I just, yeah, I'm very curious. I'm very curious about what you're doing for sure. And this is part of why I wanted to have this conversation, partly for a selfish reason, so I could find out more about what you're doing. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I was going to mention also Wes and I, yeah, so when you said how do the sessions unfold, we mainly we do online sessions. So it's simply just a, a Zoom link that we then and um, connect and have the session online, which has been really powerful in being able to have the client in their own home and feeling comfortable and just making sure they've got a um, quite uninterrupted space. But we've also recently, well, when I say recently, in May this year, we moved up to a beautiful property in McCard Creek. And so we're in the process. We've got a beautiful little studio there. So there's an in-person space that we have available for sessions. Um, and then there's some beautiful, big, long-term um, 
visions that we have for the space that we're going to be able to create up there. Exciting. I'm excited to see it unfold. Yeah, it is exciting. Yeah. I just want to finish up with one final question. Yes. Um, So what would you say to someone who wants to start a growth or a healing journey? What would be your biggest advice? Um, I think just, yeah, being open, just being open to the possibility that, um, yeah, you are so much more capable than what you what you even know so just if it's something that has sparked an interest or there's something that you're you know there's for whatever reason you're you're inquiring or thinking about doing any form of of your inner healing work that just being open to it and um and diving in I love that so much and I'm just sitting here smiling because I'm like Here I am doing a podcast when I didn't like, you know, had thought about doing it for so long. And um, yeah, it's been, yeah, it's just crazy to think that, yeah, I just, I think I just never thought I would have done some of the things that I've done this year. And it's all because of starting a similar journey to what you are on. And like, I love talking to you like seven years into this sort of experience because because I'm sort of in the early days of it yes I think you know the possibilities are endless and it's oh, it absolutely it's believing in yourself and like actually following because yeah it's funny that we talk about self-growth but then we're we're like t- connecting that with things that you c- can do and you can achieve mm. Um, there really is, well, uh, in my experience, there really is a strong correlation between the two, I think. Mm. Um, yeah, and it doesn't have to be, you know, starting a business or doing hypnotherapy or starting a podcast. Like it might be changing jobs or like pivoting somewhere or like this. Yeah. But it is, it is all connected. Um Absolutely. And I think even as you say that, it doesn't actually have to be sort of like, you know, like tangible things or, or, you know, achievements. It's it's actually almost more that inner feeling of, um, you know, like that, that you can, if you're, if you're in a position where you're not happy or you're not, you know, things aren't working out as you want them to, you've always got the option to change you know you've always got the option to choose you can choose a better feeling thought you can choose that you know that better life it's that I think that for me has been that growth that I Mm -hmm. I didn't have to stay in that in that position in that situation where I was in my that self-worth that self-loathing I was just not like you you've always got that beautiful opportunity to to choose better Mm. And I think it's just being able to see that, isn't it? Mm, absolutely. Sort of, you sort of get like a new sense of clarity. Yes. Oh, yeah, I love the um, word. love the word yeah, clarity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's yeah, a much clearer picture of, I guess, yourself and, yeah. and, yeah, like you said, your choices and your options. Yeah. Yeah, it's so special. And, yeah, I'm so excited to see where your business goes. It sounds like you've got some exciting plans. Yes, the vision, like you said, the the, the possibilities are, are endless, and it's just holding that vision and um, and that inner belief. I guess mm. so. It's beautiful. 
Amazing. Jess, it's been so great talking to you. I, I really think people are going to get so much out of this. And, yeah, I think if anyone wants to start something like this, you know, I, not that it has to be in the new year, but, mm. you know, you might be thinking how do I want to live differently next year? What do I want to work on? And mm. I feel like Jess will be someone that would be a really great support for that if you are looking for someone to help guide you with it. So, Jess, can you just repeat to us again your Instagram account? Uh, it's connectioncoach underscore Jess Murphy. It's quite and, a long one. <laughs> and Jess is with one S, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Jess, and oh. we'll be in touch and I can't wait to I can't wait for everyone to hear this episode because I know they're going to love it. Oh, thank you so much, Courtney. I'm so glad that, um, yeah, you've given me the time. It's such an honour to be here. Thank you. Thanks. The Hey There Sunshine podcast acknowledges that we are recording on the traditional country of the Ghana people of the Adelaide Plains and pay respect to elders past, present and emerging. We recognise and respect their cultural heritage beliefs and relationship with the land. We acknowledge that they are of continuing importance to the Ghana people living today. And we also extend that respect to other Aboriginal language groups and other First Nations peoples.